Hello, welcome to 86 Giving a Shit. Um, whether you're new or here or not new here, you're going to like this one. You're in for a treat today. I recently I got reminded of a story that I um, had heard of before, and today it was told to me by a first-hand account in greater detail, and it's it's just fantastic. And I think it embodies the entire restaurant industry as a whole, or personifies it, I guess, in this case, okay? And then I'm going to follow it up. So the story I'm going to tell right now is something that's told to me, but I'm going to act as if I was the person, right? So I was like, I, it wasn't me that was involved in this story from the narrator standpoint, but for all intents and purposes, I'm going to act as the, if it was, right? Because the guy that told me today was, the, in fact, the guy, okay? And the second story I'm going to tell you was something that actually happened today, and it was interesting. You see, all right, so it, it, it all starts with a basic point. Don't take shit that's not yours, that's it. There is very, 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 very little gray area of what is yours and what is not yours. Like, usually it's pretty cut and dry, black and white. This shit's yours. This shit's not yours. Now, if anyone knows me, that that, that they're hearing me say this right now, especially Jammy Jammy's going to be like, are you fucking kidding me, Dimitri? Like, you are the king of taking anyone's shit. But like, cause that's what I do. Like, if people leave their drinks around, because you're not supposed to have drinks that are uncovered, because health department, you know, I just take it and drink from them. And I won't throw them out. I'll just drink from it right in front of the person. And they'll be like, hey, that's my drink. And I'm just like, no, it's not. It's our drink. And they get frustrated. And then you know what happens? After about a couple of weeks, after them being pissed off at me for a couple of weeks, they stop leaving their drinks around. They just don't do it anymore because they know that I'm going to drink it. Oopsies. Look at that. Anyway, so <laughs> I'm notorious for taking people's shit. That's not mine. And I mean, I'm not going to steal from people. Like, I'm not going to run your pockets. I'm not going to take shit out of your purse ever in a million years. But, like, if something's laying there on the desk and it's, like, a fucking candy bar or it's, like, a Snickers or some shit, like, I'm going to eat it. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it's, I'll get you another Snickers or whatever. And people have gotten me very, very upset with me for doing that. And then sometimes, it's usually, like, the other way. Like, when you think somebody's not going to get mad, they, like, it becomes this huge fucking thing. And when you think somebody's going to be, like, furious, they're like, oh, I don't care. Like, I drank Pam's, um, I drank Pam's, um, soda once. She had, like, a, she had, like, a stomach cleansing fucking kombucha bullshit but it looked good like the can was like turquoise and these guys like fucking all these like refreshing like colors on it and i was like oh i don't want this so i just drank it and they're like oh my god you drank pam's fucking soda and i was like oh shit because i figured she was gonna chop my head off immediately i'm sure she already knew and she was getting ready she's already sharpening her axe but sure enough she's like oh yeah how was it was it good and i was like no it was kind of gross she's like yeah i figured that was it <laughs> so anyway so there was this guy, and he was a regional director of this restaurant chain, meaning he was the bo- your boss's boss's boss. So like he wasn't like the owner, and he wasn't the second COO, COO or whatever the fuck it is. He was like a regional director. So he basically his job as a regional director is to manage the people that are managing the other people that are managing the other people. So it's three levels of managing. So you really don't have to do much. If you did your the first part of your job right was to hire the right managers to to do that because managers efficient ones they they don't need their boss there they just they're like leave me alone boss I'm good like you know here's my numbers leave me alone and that's a great employee as the boss because you don't have to fucking do anything you know what I mean <laughs> so this guy's a regional director he's pretty up high and he was a shit show like this guy. He fucking came in with wrinkled clothing all the time, but definitely a bunch of coke the night before, drank all the time, smelling like booze, like pot. But I don't know how he made it to the regional director. I didn't actually ask this question, but whatever. It's it's the truth, okay? Trust me. So, and you'll know it when I tell you the story because it's the only thing that, the only possible way this could be is the truth. You know, I can't make this shit up. 
So these guys were throwing a party for Saturday Night Live. The crew for Saturday Night Live would go to this restaurant after the the, the show was over, right? So this guy had to close one night, and uh, it was like 12 o'clock. The restaurant usually closes around then, but they have to stay open for the crew. So a bunch of these producers and all these people are there. And apparently this guy gets like coked out out of his mind, and he fucking starts yelling at the producer of Saturday Night Live, telling them they're not spending enough money for them to stay open the slate for them. Because he didn't want to be there. He wanted to go bang some hookers, I guess, right? And at the same time as this was happening, Dave Chappelle happened to be sitting next to the producer smoking a cigarette. So he knocked the, the, the cigarette out of Dave Chappelle's hand, made this big fucking scene about what the hell you're doing in my restaurant, like blah, 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 blah. Dave Chappelle left. They all ended up leaving. It was terrible. So now he's schmoozing with the chef at like 4 a.m. And I'm coming upstairs. And I just got to get my bag from the bar. Like I got to pick it up and walk out. So I come back and he starts yelling at me like, what the fuck are you doing? We're having a private conversation here. Are you, what are you doing? And I was just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. If anyone's going to get shit for any of this, it's not going to be me, my friend. It's going to be you, you fucking idiot. You know what I mean? And everyone's like, ooh, like, you know. So the guy gets fired for that, obviously, because, well, among other things. Among other things, I'm sure that we're leading up to it. But the way that big corporations work is, like, when they do lay off a manager or a regional director, what they're supposed to do is to change all the locks change or take his keys first of all you know if you, if you took his keys and don't change the lock you have to change the combination to the safe because that's always unlocked you know so a person that goes to work there every day in the restaurant knows exactly how to get into the office and into the safe because it's the, that's where the money is so but they didn't do that because you know why would we do that we would, you know nobody would do anything stupid well what this person did was they broke into the safe well they opened the safe because the locks weren't changed took like ten fifteen thousand dollars out and he went on a joyride, doing lots of cocaine with a handgun and $10,000. He finally got caught, probably speeding or something stupid. And, you know, he went to jail. No, he did not. Did he have to pay any fines? Nope, he did not. Just for the traffic violations that he caused. The restaurant chain was so afraid of publicity getting out that their regional director did that. They completely squashed the whole thing. So if this guy was actually smart enough and didn't get pulled over, he would have kept the money. And we would have been fine. They would have seen the cameras, but they wouldn't have done anything because it costs less for them to... The, the, the blow, the publicity blow, would be more detrimental than this $10,000 that this guy took. So that's a pretty crazy story. Um, I, I, it's the craziest story I've ever heard. Uh, and this person was telling me about it. It's, that's what he said. But again, you don't take shit that's not yours, you know? Today, I walk in... And I knew this, they had a past, rough past couple of days and practically we're probably going to have another, another rough one tomorrow. But it's all good, whatever it is. got to be at work in like six hours. That's nice. I'm here recording podcasts. Definitely got my priorities straight. Anyway, so I come into work. Beck, you're going to love this shit. I don't know if you know about this. I hope this is how you find out. So I come into work. I go upstairs. I put my unicycle down. And I open the door. And Boy Wonder sitting in the door. And Boy Wonder looks like something like... It's kind of like the, the, the ghost of Hamlet's dad. I don't know if you've ever seen, you know who Hamlet is, but like the, his his dad's ghost. He's like very somber and very like, he looks like Droopy the dog. Remember Droopy? Oh, you hate people. That motherfucker. So I come in, I was like, hey, what's up? And he just kind of goes, mm. and I'm like, okay. And Boy Wonder's not usually mopey. He's very, he's usually very pronounced, very, not, I wouldn't say animated, but he's very like concise. 
he speaks correctly you know he, he he he's one of those people that watches his words like you know what I mean? how many words come out of his mouth like beck like has a tally in his house with every single every single word he's ever said and he's probably like since i've been in his life the tally's like increased he's like he comes home he's pissed off about it he's like fuck damn it dimitri made me say 75 words today son of a bitch you know what i mean <laughs> boy wonder is not that meticulous but i'm sure he does count his words too like you know I'm sure that people like me, I don't think you guys, you think I probably don't count my words. I actually do. There's just a lot more than everyone else's. Anywho, so I was like, are you okay? Because he didn't look like himself. He goes, I'm just kind of having a rough day. So now Boy Wonder's kind of known for, you know, being sick. Um, I'm not saying that he's not, I'm not saying he's lying. I'm just saying he's sick a lot, a lot more than everyone else is sick. Maybe his immune system is just like, you know, different. I don't know, maybe he's from, you know. Alpha Centauri or some shit where the air is thin. Anyway, I was like, oh, great. Like, he's, he's having a rough day. Maybe, maybe, like, something happened. You know, maybe I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. It's nothing that you did because, obviously, the first thing I would assume and anyone would assume in the restaurant is if someone's having a rough day, it's Dimitri's fault because it is always, no matter what. Like, I always just apologize and I just say I'm sorry because, one, I don't really get in trouble for anything and, two, it makes everybody feel better. That's great. That's wonderful. She's so like, nothing that you did. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And then I look at him and he kind of like slumps into even more of a slump. Like he was already slumping, but then he like slumps even, like he's almost laying down on his desk. There's a half cup of uh, espresso drink, but the lights in the office were off when I came in. So he's sleeping? I don't know. So I was just like, did you lose someone? Like in your family? God forbid. And that was going to be my last question. He goes, no, 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 nothing like that. And I was like, oh, okay. And I told the set this out loud. I was like, I didn't know if I should give you a hug or not. And he's like, huh, huh. and I kind of just walked out of the office. So I go downstairs into the to the other office, like to, to where everyone like works and shit. And they're all sitting in there giggling, jammy jams, giggling more than anyone else. He's like, like I swear to God, I've never seen him this happy before. I was like, what is it? And like I, and he's like, come here. And he like he held it for a minute. And then I was like doing something online. He's like, come on, I gotta tell you this. And I was so excited. I was like a fucking kid in like first day of school or some shit. Like, oh my god, I get to find out the fucking cool stuff. Yeah. And this guy, dude, he's like, I know this was going to be amazing because of how much he was excited to tell me about it and how giddy he was. So I'm fucking ready for it. And so Boy Wonder likes his sweets. He likes sugary things. Who doesn't, right? Fuck you guys. You don't like sugary things. You're fucking, you're not a human being then. You're a fucking alien from bitter, bitter tooth galaxy, whatever. But I maybe, maybe, maybe Boy Wonder took a, a page out of my book and just grabbed the, the candy bar that was on the reservationist's desk and ate a third of it before realizing that it had been a candy bar with 600 milligrams of cannabinoids in its shit. Now, I don't know if you guys know what, how much 600 grams of, or milligrams, 600 milligrams of cannabinoids is. It's a lot. They make these things called punch bars that are 225 milligrams, and they're divided into nine small pieces. One of those pieces will knock a normal person on their ass. An entire punch bar would keep me up for three days. This guy ate a whole punch bar, basically. And that's, I, I couldn't, I was, I was impressed. I'm actually impressed. Boy, wonder if you listen to this, I'm impressed because you handled it like a fucking champ. I would have been flipping the fuck out. Now, you're also a very smart man for not telling me that you, you know, I'm stupid for not going to the first office first because had I have stopped at that office first, I'm sure they would have told me that upstairs is sitting Boy Wonder and he's, you know, super stoned. And boy, by the way, Boy Wonder never smokes. He doesn't smoke weed. He doesn't even drink. He's a complete straight edge. So he just fucking grabbed the wrong candy bar, dude. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Had I have known that this was going on, I definitely would have made the approach into the office a little bit different. I probably would have did something like a, 
like a, like a small like small camera looking thing I would like slip it through the vent make make it look like there's like something spying on him and then definitely start knocking on the door as if I was the police and that everyone knows what's going on and that I have I have the regional director on the phone and he wants to know why the office smells like weed <laughs> meanwhile he doesn't at all because he ate the chocolate but you totally feel it out oh my god that was great so yeah that was a fun time I think that was a treat and if you guys don't like it you know you can go fuck yourself Oh, uh, Evergreen, you did a wonderful job today, by the way. I've never seen that many steaks on somebody's broiler. No homo.